Welcome to Biohacking Her Way, where each week we'll dive deep into the world of biohacking, exploring cutting-edge strategies, expert insights, and practical tips to help you optimize your health, balance your hormones, and unleash your true potential. My name is Abby, and I am your host, so let's dive in. Welcome back to another episode of Biohacking Her Way. Today's episode I'm going to keep for you really short and simple. I'm keeping this so casual that I'm literally recording this from my bathtub. I've got a nice CBD bubble bath going on with a CBD face mask and it is cold as shit in Austin today. And as a girly from Florida, cold is uh, not my favorite thing, especially when it's cloudy outside. But it got my brain thinking and that's why I kind of want to keep this episode short and to the point, kind of also expand your mind and maybe reframe the way that you look at death. Now, I know you might be hearing like, oh, we're going to talk about death. I know that sounds really heavy, but I recently saw a post and in the post, you might hear also Kai coming in the background. He loves when I take bubble baths. I don't know what it is, but he will like try and stick his nose in here and try to join me. And I'm like, absolutely not. So if you're in the background, just ignore him. It's just, he, he can't not be by my side. <laughs> Well, I saw this post recently and I've been kind of feeling like in a personal funk lately myself where I've been kind of struggling to get out of it. And it's like, it comes and it goes, but when it comes, it's really hard. And when it goes, it's like, oh, I feel like there's a weight lifted off me. I feel like I have, I can breathe for a second. So when I saw this post, and if you follow me on Instagram, it's literally my first and last name at Abby Mewborn. If you follow me on Instagram, you probably would have seen me post it on my story the other day. And what it talked about was it talked about how, you know, this girl's in yoga and her instructor talked about how the, the trees are actually the strongest in the fall. They're no longer, or like in the winter, whatever it was. I'm going to butcher the shit out of this because I'm not reading this um, verbatim right now. But it was talking about how the trees are the strongest in the winter time. And in the wintertime, they don't have leaves, they don't have fruit, they don't have anything that they are holding on to except themselves. And so while in the wintertime, these trees look like death, it is actually the opportunity to rebirth a new life, which is actually what is making them the strongest. Because during the period of death, we often feel really down, we feel really sad. Uh, maybe, especially if you've lost someone, you'd feel like that grieving energy but what if instead of when death comes and that feeling of sadness and this feeling of grieving and that feeling of lowness comes, what if instead you thought of it more as a opportunity for expansion and an opportunity to just kind of allow yourself to sit where you're at and instead of forcing the rainbows and the butterflies and the sunshine to be out, what if you actually just gave yourself the opportunity to just experience the death of what is happening inside of you? It's kind of like when you move somewhere new, you kind of have these like these emotions of like excitement and oh my gosh, there's this newness and like wow, like I'm it's just so beautiful and you're seeing life in a new light, but once it kind of settles in, there usually is like this period of kind of feeling sadness or questioning yourself like did I make the right move? Did I make the right decision? Maybe this you ended a relationship and at first you felt so free. You're like, oh my God, this is the best decision ever. And now you're kind of feeling lonely and you're wondering, was that actually the best decision? But really all you're experiencing that moment is you're experiencing the death of a portion of you to be able to awaken and birth at the new light of you. 
right? And especially when it comes to, you know, women, like we have the power so much greater than any man to be able to birth new life because of, because of our womb center, right? Like even if you don't want to have children someday, the amount of power that is inside of you in order to create new life, new beginnings, new chapters, new experiences, new opportunities for yourself is so much grander than what a man can do because that's just the innate wisdom that our womb of our ancestral generational um, healing and wisdom that is deep within inside of us because whenever you were in your mother's womb whenever um you know you were still just an egg when your mom was in her mother's womb right like you were also in that womb because as your mother starts to form into becoming the actual baby from the fetus she starts to produce the eggs and obviously the eggs are not mature enough yet because she's obviously still a baby. She's still in her mother's womb. They can never be mature enough to drop and to be able to bring out new life. But as a woman, our body starts to create the eggs, even when we are still babies within our mother's womb. So now you are also a, a distinct part of your grandmother. And so think of all the wisdom that comes from that, but also think of all the trauma that comes from that. Everything that they've experienced in their nervous system and in their biological and psychological experiences, you also are going to have subconsciously because that becomes down past to you. So whenever we have these moments of we feel like we're dying or maybe it'd feel easier to die or maybe you're like, I just want to run away or I just want to escape this feeling. What if instead of feeling that way, you actually just took a moment to sit in that and tried to find the beauty in it, which I understand finding the beauty in those really dark moments, seeing our shadows, it's not easy. Finding the beauty is is like looking at the deformed puppy who you're like, oh, that dog is not supposed to look like that, but like, it's so ugly, it's cute, right? Like we hear that about different things in our life like oh my god it's so ugly it's cute like when we talk about like certain types of dog breeds or you know sometimes cars like our first car I saw this video recently on TikTok and it was like this young girl she looked about 16 17 and her dad got her a car but it was like this really old ugly Honda Civic but it was one of those things that was so pure because that's all that he could afford to give her And she was just so grateful. And she's like, it's so ugly. It's cute. I love it so much. Thank you so much. Or maybe another child would see that and would feel anger, resentment of like, why did you even get me in the first place? I'd rather have nothing because they feel embarrassed instead of feeling grateful for the experience that they're getting to have in the moment. And so the opportunity that is there whenever we allow ourselves to feel the death of what we are experiencing in life, especially as winter, winter is coming. (laughs) As winter is peeking around the corner and if you, I never really understood seasonal depression until I moved to Austin because in Florida we really don't have seasons. We just have a colder summer. (laughs) The sun's still shining. It's beautiful. You can still go to the beach. Some days it's a little colder so you got to bundle up and stuff but you know, for the most part, it's really sunny. That's like the best time of year because in the summertime, it rains a lot in Florida. Um, those afternoon showers where in the wintertime, it's just sunny. It feels amazing and it's really, really beautiful. So you really don't have seasons. So my first summer or my first winter in Austin, I got really sad because it was so cloudy 
and rainy all the time. And I didn't understand what was happening until it was done. And I was alive again when the spring came around, the sun came out. I was like, oh my gosh, that's seasonal depression. And so maybe you've never experienced seasonal depression. Maybe you live somewhere where it does get really cloudy and cold in the wintertime and everything around you just dies and it feels really sad. The invitation I'd like to invite in is when you have those moments of sadness, I'm not asking you to find the beautiful moments in that. Because I kind of, I hate when people are like, but what's the beauty in, in the darkness? I'm like, fucking nothing. Like, this fucking sucks. So I'm going to be real with you. Like, I don't want you to sit there and be like, what's the beauty in this moment? My invitation for you is to learn how to just sit with it. Because it'll pass. It, it always does, especially if you've experienced anxiety or depression at any point in your life. It does always pass. But instead of trying to fight it this time or trying to cover up and make it seem like everything is great as if the sun was shiny even though it's not, how can you honor yourself and allow yourself to just be in the, in the ick, be in the yuck, be in the grossness of it and know that around the corner there's going to be a rebirth. So don't rush out of this process because in the wintertime, The trees don't rush to regrow leaves in order to bring life back. It moves at the nature that it's supposed to go. And what if you started to allow yourself to move in the way that nature moves instead of rushing it, just being in it and seeing what wisdom comes from the dark? Sometimes nothing will come from it. Sometimes you just want to take a bubble bath at 10 a.m., 10.30 on a Monday morning and do literally nothing, maybe take a nap afterwards. But then maybe there's other times where you're in the darkness and you're like, wow, okay, that's actually, I'm actually discovering so many of my patterns where in the past, this is what I've done. So for me personally, I'll kind of give you a glimpse into like a pattern that I've noticed in the last six months to a year of what I've noticed I'd kind of do. And I had a friend point this out to me um, almost uh, two, three years ago. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. Maybe it was just that time. Like, that's not me. Um, but I actually noticed, obviously not that long ago, that that's a, pretty much a pattern in my life. So when I started to kind of go in like my darkness holes is what I call them. And all of a sudden I have these moments of like overwhelming sadness. And I don't know why. I literally have nothing to feel sad about. Life is beautiful. Everything's going really well. I just don't feel well. I become a hermit. I kind of disconnect from the world. I, I'll be watching from a distance, but I'm much more slow at responding to my friends. I maybe don't want to hang out as much. You know, I notice that's a pattern of me. And the reason why I personally do that is because all my life I have been known as the happy person. And a lot of like my family too, and like friends growing up, they're like, oh my God, you're always so happy. Like, how are you always so happy? So instead of just being real with the people in my life of where I'm at, I would just hide because I didn't want to show them I wasn't happy. And so something I've been starting to do lately is I've been open, more open and honest with the people in my life of like, hey, I'm kind of noticing this wave come over me. If I start to feel distant, it's not you. I'm really working on not being distant, but here's where I'm at. And so like, that's what I have found in the darkness that has helped me more is instead of trying to just like hide from it myself and I don't want anyone else to see me like this. It's like when 
Fiona turned into an ogre and Shrek. She's like, I don't want anyone to see me like this. She turns into an ogre at nighttime only during the day when I'm really pretty and happy and like beautiful is kind of just like owning where you're at. Because as soon as you learn to own where you're at, even in the moments that feel like you're dying and feel like death, you start to accept yourself more. And so that's going to open up a new container for an even greater birth than you might have ever had just by honoring where you're at and being honest with yourself. And you don't have to go out there and talk about it. This is actually probably the first time I've ever talked about it on like a public platform. I've just recently started opening up with my friends about this. This feels very vulnerable to share. Um, so this feels very uncomfortable. But something I've always promised here in this community is just being honest. And how can I create a community where it feels safe to not always feel okay, to, to not always have, my health, have your health on point, always have everything going amazing in life if I can't be honest with where I'm at sometimes in my own community that I'm leading. So that's kind of my invitation of like what I'm, the way I'm showing up today is giving you the invitation to maybe not hide from yourself anymore and start to open up when you feel more comfortable with the people you trust deeply in your life. Start to not judge yourself for those low moments, those dark moments that feel maybe scary sometimes. Because it's very easy to run from it from yourself. It's easier to run from it and hide from it yourself than it is with other people, in my personal opinion. Because when I'm around other people, I can just like flip it off and I'm like good to go, all dandy. But then when I'm alone is when it's actually sometimes easier to run from it because I'm around people, I know I'm faking it. But when I'm with myself, I'm like, oh, I'm just chilling. I'm not doing it. There's nothing wrong. I'm just like hanging out. Like I just, I'm just a little tired. Like I almost dismiss how I'm feeling. So know that every death is an opportunity for a rebirth. And you get the choice of what that rebirth looks like. It can either be really grand and beautiful and sparkly and shiny and new when you honor that death. Or it can be just another day in the park because you've just continued to suppress it and repress it for so long. This is the last thing I'll say on it when I want you to think of like a death and rebirth, right? Like think of it in a sense of like if you're religious and you believe in God and you believe in heaven and hell, right? Like when people die, you think there's a rebirth and people go to heaven. If you believe in reincarnation, you believe that when you die, you're reborn again into a new life. And maybe it's a grander life if you completed the lessons that you've learned in this life. Or maybe you're going to the next life to finish some of the lessons that you didn't finish, but it just keeps getting better. Right? Like either way, whether you're looking at it from a, a religious standpoint or just a scientific standpoint, if we are made of atoms, protons, neurons, and atoms, protons, neurons can't die, something it has to go somewhere. So reincarnation makes sense, like right, like that's and that's scientific way to look at it. There is a beautiful rebirth on the other side because you've honored the death that has happened in this lifetime. So how can you honor the death and the current life you're living? knowing that we as humans move a lot like nature and there's going to be times in our life where we feel like winter, even if the nature time is summer. 
or maybe your winter is in the winter and you feel like the leaves on the tree are just dying off and you feel like this naked and vulnerable tree where everyone can see all the tiny crevices and you're not as bloomed and blossom and beautiful as you usually are. So that feels scary. Regardless of when that time is, how can you start to honor the death that you're experiencing this life to have a beautiful rebirth in this current life that you're living? I love you. I'm so grateful to have you here in this community with me. Please make sure to you know hit that subscribe button and leave five stars because the more you share, the more you rate the five stars, the greater the audience that we can reach together. And my ultimate goal is to just create this community where everyone feels safe and whatever journey they're on in life, whether it's really high highs or they're in a really low low, but knowing that I'm, we can all create this beautiful community of women together where we can just hold each other and support each other in this sisterhood kind of way. If you do share it on social media, my Instagram, once again, is Abby Mewborn, A-B-B-E-Y-M-E-W-B-O-U-R-N-E. And I will see you next time. Oh,